One, we live. Yo, what's up? Let me get on the mic. I got this hits off the streets. Check it out and click. It's your boy and your boy is back. So sit back, chill and relax. Cause word in the street is you got something to prove and tell. Perfect what you're doing, baby D in the car. She be like, what's up? So welcome to Hits Off The Streets. Everybody got a story to tell, yep. A-Z-I very well. So sit back, relax y escucha. El profe poniéndose trucha. Aquí contigo armando la lucha. Hits Off The Streets, I'm ready to prove, y'all. Number one podcast, get your groove on. Sit back, relax, get your cruise on. Earpiece and speaker is blasting. The director ready action. Throw down another hit classic. Houdini ready magic. What? Huh? Sup, kid? The director ready action. Throw down another hit classic. Houdini ready magic. What's going on, everybody? Once again, it's your boy, El Profe. Streets of Possess. The Professor, that's right, bringing you another podcast with y'all. Hits off the streets. You already know how we do. Yo, before we even get the party started, man, I want to go ahead and thank our sponsors for today. Box and Mail, serving Mesa over 30 years from Monday through Friday from 8 to 530, 1155 South Power Road, Suite 114. Cactus Cleaning and Maid Services. We take the dust out of the desert. Arizona Golf Resort and Spa at 425 South Power Road. If you guys want to book all your events, go ahead and check them out. All your quinceañeras, your uh, Christmas parties, you already know how we do. Also, we want to go ahead and thank our main sponsors, Tyler Harding at Truth and Humor, and our liquor sponsor, of course, Bacanora Danzari. What do you say? Let's go! Yo, what's up? Let me get on the mic. I got this hits off the streets. Check it out and click. It's your boy and your boy is back. So sit back, chill and relax. Cause word in the street is you got something to prove and tell. Perfect what you're doing, baby D in the car. She be like, what's up? So welcome to Hits Off The Streets. Muy buenas tardes. Good afternoon, everybody. How we doing today? Today, I got some special guests from the 405 representing hard out here on Hits Off the Streets, brought to you by El Profe, Streets the Professor. And before we even get started, I want to go ahead and thank you guys for taking time out of your day and joining us all the way out here in Mesa, Arizona. So with that being said, go ahead and Rep yourselves. Yeah, what's up? It's your boy Lil Mike and Funny Bone. Together known as Mike, Mike Bone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mike Bone is in the building, man. What's going on, <laughs> y'all, man? I am big, huge fans of you guys man i've been following you guys since you first hit the platform in 2013 and all the way to reservation dogs as one of my favorite shows as is man you guys have been putting it down and before we even get started with anything and we move any further how is it that you guys feel about what people are saying that you guys are known to be the best native american rappers out there well, pretty dope, man. Uh, to to think people uh, actually put us in that category, I guess. Uh, what would you say? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say we're the best. I just say we're perfectionists at our craft. I like I like that being a perfectionist at your craft. That's what we do, you know, as artists. Because I'm an artist too, as well. We are not content 
with what we do. We like to perfect it and make it right. And at the mo at at its best, we want it to hit that spot, hit that bone, as you want to say, you know, hit that nerve just to make everybody feel content, even though as, as an artist, you're not content with it, but you want it at its best. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. It's great to be recognized, though, uh, for all, the, all that we have done and the quality of music that we do put out. So it's, it's been some years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's been a couple years, dog. You guys have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six albums out, right? If I'm not mistaken. We'll... 15, over 15 albums. Oh damn! That's what's yeah. up, dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, before we get started with the show, I got a segment too, uh, that is called "What's Happening in the News Today." So I want to tell everybody that November is Native American Heritage Month. So congratulations and kudos to all the Native Americans out there. We appreciate you guys, man. I have a lot of friends that I played basketball with up in the Four Corners at the Grand Canyon State. And we're still good buddies, man. We traveled all the way out to Australia to play basketball. Big shout out to Alex and Josh, man, for always putting it down with us. And now I got little Mike and Funny Bone with me, too, man. You guys are family. You guys are, are in my casa. You are in my home and at the show. So you guys are family to me, too, man. It's cool. Congratulations to everybody out there. And... Uh, uh, it's great that the Native American Heritage Month is celebrated in the month of November. So thank you guys, man. Appreciate that. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, for sure. So with that being said, man, what is it to feel, you know, to be Native American, bro? Like the roots, man. You guys got some strong roots, man. Like represent yourself. We just got done with Spanish Heritage Month. And being a Mexicano, man, I'm fucking proud of it. You know, uh, where I come from, my heritage from the border from Nogales, Arizona. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that small town, but we have a Nogales, Arizona. And you just skip, hop and jump and you're already in Nogales, man. Mexico, man. So for us, uh, Spanish Heritage Month was huge. How is it for you guys as a Native Americans, bro, the Native American Month? I think it, it's, it's something that's powerful because once we got into our culture, we fell in love. It was a, it's a, like you said, it's a strong connection. And we grew up in Oklahoma City, in the urban areas. So we grew up without our culture, without our language, without a lot of our relatives and friends that knew their own language and culture, let alone anybody that really practiced it. Uh, so like I said, once we got into it, we fell in love. And it, it's, been a, it's been a journey. It's been a nice little journey since then. We got into different things, especially with different tribes learning their traditions and ceremonies. And it's, it's powerful, man. It's deep, huh? And that's good. That's a great word to use, powerful. You know what I mean? Because we all have roots in certain areas, and power means so much to a lot of people and to the culture as well. Yeah, I think that's what scared the uh, colonizers, man. That's why they wanted us to stop doing our ceremonies and stop doing our traditions because... They seen how powerful our connection is 
Yeah, for sure. And you know what? Nobody can stop our traditions, bro. And we keep on uh, trucking. And guess what? We just get powerful every time people uh, try to stop us. You know what I mean? It's like when I ask people, hey, you want to be on the podcast? They're like, nah, you know what? No, we can't. And I was like, okay, cool. That's the thing that I like. That's what drives me more. Like, nah, okay. You said, no, cool. I'll hop on to the next person because the next person is going to say yes sooner or later. You're the one that's going to say You're the one going to be knocking on my door. You know what I mean? So it's a bonus for somebody denying me. It's not the first time I get denied. (laughs) <laughs> for, real. for real so uh talk about uh your first time uh 2013 america's got talent man that was your guys's main debut to the whole world to the whole university and uh university uh, university shit i wish i went to university and <laughs> <laughs> hey, we did we, we called it college but it was county anyways hey no doubt huh we still learn our reading and math and arithmetic in that place uh so talk a little bit about america's got talent man how'd you guys get there how did you guys sign up what was your experience on the show oh yeah it was definitely not planned uh because two years before we were on america's got talent we actually tried to audition okay. to be on america's got talent and we spent all money to go all the way to texas was it houston houston yeah. houston texas and gas everything hotel and we get there waiting and we get to the table finally and they're saying they're not looking for rappers. They don't they don't want hip hop. So that to us was a waste of time and money. For sure. And so two years later, in twenty thirteen, they call us and say, Hey, we seen you guys a video. We wanna want you to audition. We're like, click. <laughs> We're like, no, nah, y'all ain't looking for rappers. Bye. Hey. Click, you know. See, and that's that's what I just they called back. They called back and said, "No, we really want you guys to audition." We're like, we just clicked on them again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, ain't talking about nothing, man. And then they they just kept bugging us, like, "Yo, (laughs) we really really want you." Like, man, what you want us to do? They're like, "We want you to audition again." And we're like, "Whatever video y'all had." That's what's up. We made the trip and uh, and that's that's when everybody saw the rain dance. <laughs> yeah. It's a blessing, huh? Oh, but- Hey, but that's what I was saying right now. It's funny how, you know, you try to reach out to certain people and they close the door on you. Then all of a sudden they see the moves that you're making and everything that you're doing and all the positivity that you're spreading. And all of a sudden they're knocking your door and I'm the same way. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll set you up for an appointment and then leave you lingering there. And then all of a sudden, hey, bro, uh, so uh, what's up? What's up with the show? And I was like, all right, cool. Maybe, you know, I'll think about it. But that, that's how it happens. You know what? I, I always say I have a song that's out there on YouTube on Ingobernable Records called timings right and the reason for that uh song is because the timing's right when it happens you know what i mean we try to go out there and do our thing and if it doesn't present itself at that time it wasn't the time and that's what i try to educate a lot of people on you know keep on trying because one of these days you know that door is going to open and you never know you know what i mean you never even know who's going to be on the other side of that door that's a good point because like a lot of people will beg us 
put us on your label or put us on the wrong or whatever. And it's like, don't don't beg for the handouts because when you get it given to you, you don't appreciate it as much as, as you worked for it. For sure. And so it's just like, you know, certain people are expecting handouts or, or hands up. And it's just like, yeah, it don't it don't work like that, man. You gotta grind. If you ain't grinding, you just gonna waste it away or you're gonna you're gonna um not treat it right. Exactly. It's like somebody giving somebody a Ferrari and they just bend in the whip all crazy like and then they just like mess up their rim, mess up the brakes, scratch up the car, and then like, oh well, I I didn't really treat it as if I bought it with my own money. For sure. Or, or they're Mexican and just take off and you don't see them for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> and return it back into in, in, in a Mattel Hot Wheel car, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you already know who it is, man. It's your boy, El Profe Streets, the professor. I'm hanging out with Little Mike and Funny Bone all the way out into the 405 Oklahoma City representing big time out yeah. here. That's right, yeah. y'all. Yo, so, uh, again, back to that timings right thing. I had messaged you guys a while back, which was cool. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are busy cats, man. You guys are uh, filming, uh, recording, you know, being uh, motivation speakers. Kudos to that, too, as well. Going out to public areas and sending out positive message. This is what this show is all about, sending out positivity. And the main thing about the podcast is everybody has a story. We want you to come and tell your story. And that's the best thing about it, you know? know what i mean we have conversations out here and we don't even know who we're talking to so it's great that the timing was right for you guys to come on the show at this point in time especially during uh native american heritage month man to me that was a fucking blessing bro it just showed up when it showed up and the timing just kicked in where you guys were like cool we got time i was like boom let's do this man so congratulations to everything that you guys are doing thank you from the bottom of my heart from taking uh tam out of your day and for being on the show man thank Thank you very much. Man, yeah, thank you for having us on and appreciate the support because like we said, man, um, we are independent. Yep. For everybody that doesn't know, uh, we have no big label behind us. Not only are we independent, but we really cheap, so we don't pay for play. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how we are too, bro. I'm an independent, I, right? All, all organic. We don't. We too cheap to pay for for uh, views, likes, or you know, promotion. <laughs> hey, I, I'm the same way. I do my thing by myself, and that's our hustle, and that's your hustle too, and that's why I respect you guys so much because you guys do the same thing I do, man. I'm a, I'm grinding every day, you know what I mean? And I got the right people on my team behind me that are helping out too as well to make things possible. So it's great to have a good core too as well with your team and you two that are brothers, man. You guys are family, you know what I mean? Some family you can't trust. Some family you already know how they are, dog. They try to feed off of everything, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so but it's great to have a good core, good people around you, and the fact that you guys are making great moves, man, that's fucking dope, bro. I appreciate that. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves, man. Uh, tell us uh, something, something that you would like the listeners, the fans, the people to know about you guys, man. Well, it's on all streaming platforms. If you're searching Spotify, Apple, Shazam, uh, whatever, it's Lil Mike and Funny Bone. And you can go to MikeBoneMedia.com for all the links to all our socials. To the merchandise, we got T-shirts, we got free music. Um, we've been on this 26 years doing the music. Matter of fact, we just found a box 
Sick. <laughs> started adding and I, new old tracks, and I started I started um, digitalizing them so I can put them on our website so people can yeah. hear the old stuff. Hey, and that's great material, dog. You know what I mean? That material right there is authentic, old school stuff. And you can see you can see the drastic change from the beginning to where you guys are at 26, late, 26 years later. And you're just like, damn, that was us? Damn, that's what I really sounded like? Those are classic. Right? Hey, Some that- of us are so dope. We're talking about redoing them and re-releasing it. I would too, bro. Cause I, when I started out too, I have a lot of old school joints too, and I, I mostly all my music is on Reverb Nation, and you already know where Reverb is at. It's like a lost cause already. You know what I mean? Nobody knows about that shit. Everybody's more about Spotify and uh, Shazam right. and all that. And you tell them, uh, you can find my stuff on Reverb Nation. What the fuck is Reverb Nation? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's yeah, like. I mean, Reverb Nation is underrated, man. Because I mean, they're not only do they have their stats. But they also have a, a way to promote shows and sure. um, e- explain who you are, where you're based out of, especially if a, somebody is looking for talent. Oh, yeah. And, and in their area, and they just like get on Reverb Nation and hunt it down and be like, oh, or maybe an artist that you want to collab with, and maybe who's in my town that I can hit up. Because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you don't want to work uh, in a long distance relationship when uh, collabing on a song. So, yeah, because it's, it's hard. Email, you're like playing tag with email. Yeah. Meet me at the studio. I live down, I live over here on the north side. Let's do it. Get it done. But oh, like, sure. I'm saying, like, Reverb Nation, man, is, is a blessing. Yeah. It reminds me back in the day when MySpace trying to do Oh, for music. sure. Oh, my God. I was <laughs> like, oh, this is damaged. They don't know what they stepped into. And then when uh, MySpace was going down, I was like, oh, no, what's happening? And then, Somebody put us on the reverb and we was like, oh, it's been a blessing. Yeah. It's not as big as it could be, but it, it, it's, it's nice. But you know it's what? Good. I think if uh, people would go back to Reverb Nation, it would be a tool, like you said, a blessing. Because there's a lot of tools in that app that people are really unaware of. A lot of people just put their music on there and just said, okay, I'm just going to put my music on. But like you said, you promote your shows. I promoted all my shows. Like when I came out with DJ Kane from the Cumbia Kings, when I did stuff with Little Rob, MC Magic, uh, you know, um, uh, a couple other people too as well that I can't think of right now. But uh, it's a tool. And then you put on all your shows, all, all your performances. It's basically like a uh, resume. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's a resume. And, and I like the fact that it has all the shows still in there mm-hmm. listed to uploaded them to the point, uh, to the specifics to where you can add how many people were at the show. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, dang, that's cool. I like this feature. <laughs> like, just to have that. And like I said, the stat things is cool because you can see who's listening to your music in different areas. Oh, for sure. The way your fans are based out of boots. More women, more females, whatever, the age range. Oh, yeah. And I love the fact that, you know, uh, uh, Reverb Nation is, is, is still out there hanging on to, to their platform and to their niche, whatever. That's so funny that we're talking about Reverb Nation because uh, I, ha- I just released my uh, EP this year and uh, I had success with it. But I was like, man, uh, I listened to my truck. I had my old uh, CD that was in there because the CD doesn't pop out no more. So so I was listening to all the old school joints, and I was like, shit, man, I'm going to start putting people onto my Reverb Nation, you know, instead of my Spotify, because that's where all my old music is. And that's all you said. Classics, bro. OG 
classics, man. And that brings me to another question that I have for you guys, man. The music nowadays, what do you guys think about it? Because music has changed in a major way. Me personally, I like the old school taste, the old school flavor. I'm OG. And uh, I just think the music today is just not where it needs to be, even though times change. People change. We need to change with the time. But guess what? Music is where it was at back in the days. I will say this. Um, the new artists that are out there now that are just putting out whatever, it, it reminds me of how older artists used to mumble on a track to come up with lyrics. <laughs> and because there was certain... I, I did it myself. I would put on a beat and try to freestyle through the whole thing. And then in those moments where I'm like, I don't have any words, I'm just kind of, I'm going to speak in tongues, kind of like a church member. And <laughs> then I'm going to go back and put lyrics to that rhythm of my mumble. For sure. And then it's be hot. And then like some of the lyrics I came up with, I'm like, oh, I did not know I came up with those lyrics off of those mumbles. That's cool. <laughs> And I heard it, I even heard of Michael Jackson uh uh do that on one of his um old albums. It's, it's like uh he was just like I was like, Oh dang, Michael did that too? Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I don't feel ashamed of doing it like that no more. But I will say, don't put out the half uh yeah, don't put out the halfway stuff, man. Hey, you can say it, Doc. We got, I got a parental advisory sticker on the show. You're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are free to say whatever you fucking I mean, want, Doc. <laughs> a, a major uh, DJ told us once, he said, when creating one song, whether it's a single or not, or an album, treat it as if it is a single and you're going to sell that one song for $5. For sure. If you listen to that, if you put record that song, wait on it, listen to that song again, and can be honest with yourself and tell yourself, would I buy this one song for five dollars, even if I know it wasn't me? <laughs> what he's trying to say is, the music today is majority garbage. Thank you. We do not like a lot of the stuff that people are putting out, and they're just throwing out whatever. Yeah, I get and, you. And they're all following the trend, like you said. We have to follow each other. Everybody's following that trend of trap and whatnot. And and, and for us, and, and we stick to our style, which is versatile. Yep. But we we can do songs that have like a pop feel or a West Coast vibe or club track. But sometimes we get the haters that come at us and be like, "Man, that sounds like it's from the '90s." For and sure. We're like we try, we try to tell them. Music is timeless. Music is timeless. Thank you. You got kids from back in the day that are still hitting just as hard as when they first dropped. But when you come out with this this new style trap music, it's still garbage. Right. <laughs> when it first dropped, it was garbage. And you listen to it now, it's probably still garbage. No, I, I totally agree with you, dogs, man. Totally, man. It, it, I Like I said to myself, man, like, what am I listening to, man? I'll still go back and I'm like, man... Put some Drake. Even the artist singing it sounds sad. Without <laughs> singing it. <laughs> Yo, that like was the time they ain't singing. <laughs> it's not really singing. I think, you know what? I, I think we, can, we just stumbled on this. I think 
that's why certain people love the songs that they're listening to. It's because they can sing better than the artist singing the song. For sure. They're like, oh, I love this song. I sing better than that. Uh, and, and I bet you a lot of a lot of them sound better than that too, dog. You know what I mean? They can probably they, they can probably put a better performance on too. I'm like, dang. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> but, but like you said, we try to put out hit after hit. Um, we're very critical on ourselves, so we'll sit on a track for a while, go back and listen, and be like, oh, we might need to change this or change that. And just try to make it the best it can be. For sure. And, and then we load up our albums with over an hour of music, so 15 or more tracks, sometimes over 20. There you go. Mm-hmm. So who yeah. who is your beat maker, man? Uh, do you guys make your own beats? Do you guys have a specific beat maker? Ah, watch out now. That's dope, dog. That's cool, man. Yeah, I, I did a lot of the beats. Uh, it's a mix of different producers, but... One of our main producers is Silk. Silk Production. Silk on the beat. Um, Silk on the beat. Big shout outs to Silk. Yeah, we have we also have tracks from uh, Hit God, and then we have Loud Noise. Then um, Jody do, uh, did one. Do you remember what the cat? Do you remember what the cat producer was? What his name is? I'm not sure. I don't know, but we're working with some. Uh, we're stepping outside of our bounds on this next album. Yeah. We have Cadence, which is airtight beats, and then we have um, KO on the track, and we have, I think it's airtight production. Airtight Yo, you guys need to get El Profe Streets on one of your tracks, dog. Let's do it, man. Put oh. some Latin flavor up in there. Hey, we testing the waters uh, on <laughs> different producers, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. I got a guy that uh, makes my beats. His name is DJ Vigos. He's out from Baja, California. Big shout out to DJ Vigos in Mexico. Uh, he does all the rap battles for Monster and Red Bull. And then I got uh, another guy uh, here in Phoenix. His name is E. Wit. He did beats for uh, E. Forty, Too Short, a uh, couple for Snoop, and threw down on Devin the Dude's album too as well, man. Ooh. So yeah, I got I got some I good people. We ain't never touched on no reggaeton beat. We should try to do that. Yo, I got a dude. His name is B Cash from Nogales, Arizona, too. He was the one that was uh, our uh, podcast for our uh, special guest this week. Uh, he has uh, two Spanish uh, Latin albums out. He is one sick Latino uh, reggaeton beat maker. If you guys need that contact, I'll be more than happy to share it to you. And let me tell you something, man. We, Me and him get down. Uh, we have a couple of new songs that are coming out, too, as well, along with a cat named Fern E from Nogales, Arizona, too. He's a local postman, too. We're postman, bro. So this is our side hustle right here. You know what I mean? We're always delivering, <laughs> dog. So, yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. But, uh, yeah, man, that'd be cool. Uh, so we're talking about music right now. Uh, before the year ends, uh, this is the 50th year of hip-hop, and we're celebrating it big time. I'm a big hip-hop head, man, and I know you guys are, too. So what does the 50 years of hip-hop mean to you guys? man um I, I just think growth and uh transformation growth transformation yeah just because you can see the growth process through all the um older hip-hop heads uh from when they were getting screwed over by the record label to trying to make it as an independent artist or even trying to start up their own label or maybe even breaking out and doing something else besides music 
For sure. Like um, Vanilla Ice with the, uh, you know, um, what's it called? Renovation. Renovation. The Ninja like Turtles. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can see the growth process through everybody's stuff. The ones that are still rapping and the ones that are not rapping. Some of them got into acting, like we did. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just a beautiful thing that, you know, how hip hop has has reinvented itself now to the point where uh back in the day when people were like, Don't copy my style, don't copy my style and now everybody's copying everybody's style. For sure. And it's just like now you have a a, a whole worldwide of consumers that are looking for something different and the ones that are different are not willing to be you know, out there paying for likes and plays and views, for sure. not trying to find right. <laughs> find their life over to a label, right? Because you know, they tried to get us multiple contracts. Oh yeah, we we turned them all down because uh, they're pretty much all the same. They call them standard. That's it. Contracts. We tell them we not standard artists. <laughs> then I like the fact that, like I said, with the growth, um, there's so many different. Styles now mm. in hip hop. You got the 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 dubstep rappers, the techno rappers, the country rappers, the rock rappers. Um, it's so many. Like very, I've I've heard rap to like banjos, right? Playing. Even the I'm Christmas like, rappers, and everything. <laughs> and he was following the banjo playing. I don't know if you have you ever heard banjo music, but they like to play real fast. Yeah, yeah. And then do like it up real fast. I'm like, sure. <laughs> I would never. In my life, hear banjo music and be like, "That's dope." Right. And I heard that, and I was like, "That's dope." <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got nothing else to do out in the swamplands, dog. You know what I mean? They got experience. <laughs> hey, but that's cool wow. though because different aspects. You know what I mean? That's what I love about hip hop. And there is a difference between rap and hip hop. I've always been telling everybody, man, hip hop is storytelling. You know what I mean? Rap is rap. But the fact that a banjo can come into play, piano, strings, you know, even a tin can, you know, even the washboard, you know, all that comes into play when it comes to hip hop, dog. So what do you guys right. think? What's the difference between rap and hip hop, man? So the difference between rap and hip hop, I would say is rap is an acronym for rhythm and poetry. Nice. And then hip hop, you would put in the whole majority with the DJ, the 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 rhyming, the graffiti, the dancing. All your elements, baby. Like when they put on a character. Yeah. Um but like I feel like the difference between rap, like if somebody says I'm a rapper versus I'm a hip hop artist. Yeah. So a rapper to me, I feel like is the one that takes time to write his stuff, blah blah blah. And then a hip hop artist is able to come up with his stuff right then on the spot. Kind of like a graffiti artist, just go up in there For sure. and just put it up there. With a hip hop artist, you can be like, oh, drop me a line. And then they just go, oh, I'm going to drop a line. So this one, one more time. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But like a, a, a rap artist would have to sit there and create that. For sure. Like, take time to approach. So I do feel like there are rap artists that can be hip hop artists, but there has to be a scale thing to where it's like they're more of a rap artist hip hop artists because they can freestyle but their writing stuff is better or their they they can they can write but they freestyle they 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, I totally get you, bro, because that's the way I am. I'm not the biggest freestylist, man. It's not my thing, but if I can sit and write, dude, I can write you a story, man. I can write you a book. I can write you poems, you know what I mean? So that's when they tell me, hey, freestyle for me. I was like, bro, that's not my biggest aspect, and I don't want to fucking make an ass of myself, dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'll compose something for you, man, and when I compose something for you, I guarantee you, you're going to be like, oh, shit, that shit was dope, you know what I mean? So uh, talk a little bit about uh, she in love with them 808 drums. Yo, Ooh. that's a banger right there, dog. Yeah, digging <laughs> it, huh? That's, that, hey, that's one of my favorite tracks. It's uh, on our latest album, Beat of the Drums is the name of the album. She in love with the 808 drums. It's just a song about how a lot of females be digging our tracks. Yeah. And when they hear that bumping, they fall in love with that thumping, uh. you know? <laughs> It's a different vibe to it. It's a different sound to it. And I would say it's it's a song about being attracted to somebody's uh, song uh, straight off the bat, not not worrying about you know what the content is or whatever. For sure. In my first, I say, "Oh, you was digging it until you noticed it was Christian rap." Yeah. Now you, now you just busted your game on where your spirit's at. Because <laughs> nice. a lot of people will. Um, be like, oh, that that beat is hot. The the lyrics is flowing, and then they got rhythm to it. They hear, and then they hear the positivity in the lyrics, and then they go, oh, I can't get with that, man. Yeah, that's too positive. I'm like, well, first of all, you would rather have a bunch of negatives exactly. being spoken to your ear over and over again, or would you have somebody like telling you that you're gonna be something? You're gonna, you know. Uh, this music is gonna help you. This music in the life is gonna work out. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna lead you into the right direction. It's gonna lead you into the right path. You know, it's bringing you joy, bringing you happiness. You know what I mean? That's so dope that you touch base on that, man. And that's why I said at the beginning of the show. This is the reason why I started this show. I wanted to bring positivity to everybody. I wanted to have guests on my show to inspire other people to do things, not just sit around on the couch, not to collect that free money, to actually work, you know, put in that hustle, put in what we do. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's great that you said that because uh, when I heard uh, She In Love with the um, 808 drums, I was like, bro, this is a positive message that these guys are sending. And like you said, they didn't pick that up until they really actually decided to listen to the lyrics you know what i mean and that's fucking dope that bro that's fresh man i appreciate that yeah yeah they love the content they love the message so it's not only the sound it's everything behind it so they just fall in love with the whole the whole the whole concept and we we try not to be too preachy uh because we do believe in christ yes sir amen to that but we just we automatically get placed in that box. Yep. And and that's the problem with being placed in a box when people want to put you in a box and they think that's where you're stuck at. Nah. And then they it's like, yo, you can't be putting everybody in a box. Not everybody's in the same boat. Nope. We 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 believe in Christ, but we don't believe in Christ the same way that other people do. Like we we different. We yeah, out man. the box. We yeah. way <laughs> out the box. Hey bro, we're I'm the I'm the same way, brother. I'm the same way. Preach that, man. You know what I mean? And and you got to be, you, you can't be thinking inside the box. You got to always think outside the box. You know what I mean? Because that's what makes us better. That's what makes us more creative. And that's what brings all our creativity to as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I told my homegirl once, I said, I was like, you know, if your church is, 
it's, it's got too many rules on you and making you be a certain way and dress a certain way that I think you're going to a cult like church. Yeah, <laughs> hey, no doubt, dog. How can you tell me, hey, I, you got to wear this? Hey, you got to do this. You got to look like that. Nah, yeah, that's not the way it works. You know? like, yeah, <laughs> those are the kind of places we got kicked out of. Yeah, because yeah, we would we would push their buttons right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, bro. You dress up gothic with the black lips and the nail paint. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I, yeah, yeah, what's up? Hey, I mean, is, just to kind of prove a point, basically, because they wasn't embracing everybody like God do. Yo, but that has, and that's so funny that you brought that up. Uh, I really don't speak about religion, but at the same time, it's just like, you know what? I believe in the same thing you believe in. I just don't dress and act like you do, but I believe, I have the same beliefs, man. So what's the yeah, problem? Real, man. I, I feel like you can't um, base someone's heart For sure. off of their outward appearance. For yeah. sure. And they, they can claim they live in it, but... They don't mean that that's what their spirit is. I mean, they, they can claim Jesus' name, but they don't mean they're living the same. Exactly. Exactly. So with that uh, beat of the drum, man, I will oh. talk about that joint right there. Oh, dang. Uh, so beat of the drum, we would want uh, uh, like a, I don't know, like, you remember like that, um, God, what's that one song by Lil John where it was like almost dubstep, but it was his dirty South club music. I don't know, we, we were It's like in our culture too. A lot of Mexicans don't want to be Mexicans. I'm like, well, dude, you're Mexican, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Bel- sure. Embrace your culture, dog. Right. So yeah, and, and so we were sitting there when we when we started learning about our For sure, bro. And that's cool that you guys implemented two different things, but to go into the right direction and to that one spot that we're probably missing, that it kicked. Something clicked in their heads. They're like, oh, guess what? They're speaking about tradition. Oh, okay, cool. But it's hip and it's old school. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So you guys hit it right where it needed to be hit on the target, you know? Really? 
That's sure. sick, man. So, uh, Rain Dance. Talk a little bit about Rain Dance. Rain Dance. That's pretty much when the spark happened for us to to fall in love with our culture. Sick. Was in high school. 2005, my senior year. I wanted to go out with a bang, do a talent show, and rock it out right. But they did away with the talent show that year yeah. for some reason. So there was no talent show. And I'm like, no, I got to rock something. <laughs> I got to rock this high school. The only thing happening was cultural day. And they said in order for me to do something that day, it had to be traditional and educational, uh, ethnical and educational. So I got into the books, got online, started researching my culture, my history, and and uh, Rain Dance was born, and we fell in love. And yeah, it's a dope song. Yeah, seen that man that's dope dog you guys uh killed it man that day that you guys performed that that was fucking sick man uh much love yeah, to you that's guys the one the world fell in love with man yeah. <laughs> you know, to this day every show we do that's right man still, <laughs> still got to get itself with that beat man yeah oh that's sick dog that's sick yo hey this is your boy once again man el profe streets of professor bringing you hits off the streets man i got little mike and funny bone in the building with us this afternoon man hey, so hey. tell them where they can find you guys at man MikeBoneMedia.com <laughs> <laughs> Loving it, man. I love the energy in the building, man. Even though you guys are out in OKC and I'm out here in Phoenix, Arizona, man. We representing, man. I love it, man. You guys are family here at the show. Thank you guys for taking uh, time out of the day. And before we even get into our last song, man, uh, you guys, uh, I used to be in the school districts for 12 years. And I'm a, uh educator, too, as well, and a public speaker. And the fact that you guys are spreading positivity out to the world, to your culture, Culture, to the people uh speak a little bit about that because being a public speaker ain't an easy thing but being a motivational speaker too is a tough thing to do man so keep on doing what you guys are doing but speak a little bit about that yeah so a uh, big thing we've been doing on tour is speaking engagements where we discuss suicide awareness substance abuse uh dealing with depression Bullying, bullying. I mean, and we just overall motivation. Just talking about uh, following your dreams, doing the work, and being alert of everything that could go wrong, and people that are trying to take advantage of you when going towards your goals and whatnot. Like, like I said, we we almost got taken advantage of multiple times. Oh, me too, Doc. We try to give our insights to people that are wanting to be in the music industry. You know, be on the lookout for this and this. I feel like a lot of a lot of the young ones are not asking the right questions. Hey, that's a good so, point. Um, either they're too shy or they're too afraid, or, or they're not. They don't know what's the right question to ask. For sure. Yeah, and um, so like we try to get up there and 
I know sometimes when we get up there, it sounds like all over the place, but we're trying to get it all in just in that time limit. <laughs> so that way, if uh, when we get off, say, hey, can you tell us more about this? They can ask us yeah. or they can message us and For be sure. like, hey, you were talking about this. Um, how did how did this happen with y'all or how did you handle this situation? Yep. So it's all about knowing who to ask and the right questions to ask. Thank you for expressing that, man. That is really uh, a great point because you're right. Some young fellas, they don't know how to approach people. They're scared. They're timid. You know, they're afraid. They think that they're going to ask the wrong questions. And it's what I tell everybody all the time. There's never a dumb question or there's never a question that is a bad question either. If you ask a question, you're, you're curious about something. So go ahead and ask it because then you might find either the right answer or you might be directed into the right path for that right answer. You just never know. For real, man. I mean, there's been so many times where somebody was just like randomly asked a question they didn't know. They, I guess they were thinking it and they said it at the same time they were thinking it. And then we went into this big conversation and we held up the line and we were just like, yo, <laughs> we're going to have to talk to you later because there's a line. <laughs> I can imagine, man. So when are you guys going to come out to Arizona, man? Man, just got out of Arizona like two weeks ago. We was out there. Oh, okay. yeah, we opened up for Bones and uh, MC Magic. Yep. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. That's dope, um, dog. I've opened up for MC Magic. MC Magic is actually from my hometown, from Nogales. Uh, last uh, Halloween, I opened up for Busy Bone in Tucson, Arizona, too, as well. So, oh. yo, we got ties, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Anytime you guys are back here in Arizona, uh, you guys have my information. I'll send you a little bit more information, too. Uh, hit me up. You guys have a house here to stay, man. I got plenty of rooms. I'll cook some carne on the grill for you guys. We'll chop it up, mess it up, man, uh, whatever you guys need i got you guys man i'll take care of you guys too as well and to anybody out there listening man uh, we do all kinds of events from powwows casinos schools uh nightclubs you name it we've done it pretty much um so <laughs> if you know any places that might be interested share our info let them know and all of our stuff is family friendly yes sir so you can share it with your, your kids your grandma everybody that's dope, man. And that's cool, too. That's what I tell everybody, too. Yeah, we do have our guests that are a little bit off here and there, but uh, it's, you know, a family-friendly show here, too, as well. And the positivity that I like to spread goes a long way, just like you guys. I uh, thank you guys for doing that because uh, the world needs a lot more people like you guys, too. You know what I mean? So, and uh, it's hard to find. You know, you don't find that kind of people anymore. So uh, I appreciate what you guys do, man. So uh, you guys were on the Steve Harvey show, man. Talk about Steve Harvey, bro. Like, what is that? <laughs> what, what, what is that cat like, dog? You know what I mean? Because I see him on Family Feud, and you know the Steve Harvey show. I'm like, this dude, man. Okay, so well, we wasn't on the Steve Harvey show, but we were. He was bringing back the um, what was that talent show called? Oh god, he was bringing back some kind of talent show. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. We were probably one of the. The, the acts that uh, kicked off the grand, uh, grand opening of the show. Okay. Um, but I guess conflicts arise through um, AGT and this show. Oh, okay. And so we weren't able to get on the show. Yeah. Uh, so it fell through. Uh, just, hey, but you guys were able to meet the guy, right? It's close. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, that's even crazier, man. That's dope, though. Uh, so what other well, we did, Go we ahead. did Photoshop a picture with him just because <laughs> he was supposed to be on a Zoom call. Yeah. And we was going to screenshot the Zoom call, and he never got in. And I was uh, fine, then. I will create. I was putting out a picture. Yo, you know what is a key word that you used right there? Manifest, bro. Manifest <laughs> is huge. Uh, for people out there that don't believe in manifesting things, let me tell you something. I've been manifesting this show. I've been manifesting, you know, my career. I've been manifesting, you know, just getting back into tune with myself, with my body, with my friends, with my family. And manifesting is a thing. Yeah, man. Uh that's something we talk about when we do the speeches is uh, space don't make it easy, but it make it possible. You know, so you have to believe it and get to speak it and also take those steps towards it. You know, don't don't let things sidetrack you. Like I said, alcohol, drugs, you got to stay focused, stay disciplined. And even certain friends will hold you back. <laughs> even friends, you know who you are. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> even the music that you listen to is something we tell folks. Because what you feed your mind is what you become. You know, so if you're listening to depressing music all the time, you're going to be stuck in depression. For sure. And so get you some good quality content to listen to, you know, support that good music. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you know what? I've always told everybody, too, when I first came out and started writing and started rapping and everything, too, I was like, pick up a book. You know, it's, it's a lost art right now. You know, even on your phone, you're uh, you're on your phone almost 95 percent of the day. Um, put a book on there. Don't go through all those memes and your TikToks and all that stuff, even though it's great. It's fun. But read. <laughs> Read, feed some knowledge into your brain, you know, let your brain breathe, let it pick up a couple things. And for writers that are out there and hip hop artists and rappers or singers, reading gives you a lot more material for your writing and for your schemes that you want to come up with, man. That's real, man. That's real. Yeah. I know I, um, when I read some of Tupac's poems, it got me into it got me out of a writer's um, block. For sure. Uh, not only because of the different styles of poetry that he um, was testing out, but just for the simple fact that the, the the wide range of topics he was thinking on besides, you know, what a normal person would think of. Of course. And it was just like, oh, okay. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo, hip hop or uh, Tupac was real, man. You know, he talked about everything in life itself. That book, you know, the the series that he had too. Yeah, it was pretty dope, man. Like that guy was a very knowledgeable person. Oh yeah, man. It, it, it's different. Um, yeah, and I, I I've never read as much uh, before as I did. Um, when we became actors, <laughs> hey, but you, you, you were forced to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's part of the gig. You know what I mean? You you guys want to be, you want to take up the acting part, and that's what you have to do. You have to read your script in order to know what you're doing. You just can't be yourself. You know what I mean? My cousin's an actor out in Hollywood, and I got another guy that was going to be on the show too by the name of Chris Acosta. He used to be a wildland firefighter with me too, as well. He turned actor too, as well. And he said that one of the toughest things is just reading the script, man, because they send you pages of stuff. You know what I mean? Man, not only do they send you pages and stuff <laughs> that you think you gotta learn, but then they change it up on you and they send you another email saying we changed everything. Yeah. This is what you gotta learn. And you're like, <laughs> I just learned it. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's, Baby, but I gotta learn it differently now. That's yeah. what you can't do that to a rap artist. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Know, we came in, like lyrics. <laughs> we, yeah, we put in this lurking like lyrics. Like, hey, guess what? This is what's happening. And then he's like, oh, yeah, this is what's happening. And then <laughs> it changed on. Oh, that's not what's happening. <laughs> so, uh, a couple of albums that stick out in my mind that I've been bumping is uh, Beat of the Drum, which is one of your brand new ones. Uh, Crunk Dirty, dirty South native. All right. And uh, making it hot damn is hot damn three. Is that what it is? Dem three, dem three, dem yeah. three. Yeah, making it hot dem three and doing big things, man. Those are the oh. albums that stick out in my mind, bro. So I've been bumping you guys, man. Like I said, I've been a follower of you guys for a very long time, and I appreciate all the music that you guys do too. And like I said, there's a lot of positivity in a lot of your guys' music, and that's what thrives me too as well. Because every time one of these days I'm feeling down, I'm like, hey, man, I'll put a little mic and funny bone on, man, because these guys are positive right here, and their music is just uh, on point. Yeah, so something that we do different is uh, when we're in the studio, we try not to go into the studio with bad attitude or with negative energy. For sure. Because that is contagious. Oh, hell yeah. So, like, uh, when when recording or uh, making food or uh, any kind of art craft or anything with your hands and your mind or, uh, that you're presenting to somebody else, you want to go in with good energy. So that their energy is contagious. So our music is like that. Um, one proof that I seen was this: there was a TikTok live that was going on, and everybody was upset about a situation. And um, I happened to join, and then they were like, "Oh, I'm gonna play some little Michael Franklin there in my life." And then the whole situation changed. Like it, it, it calmed everybody down. They, yeah. they were awkwardly silent while the song was playing, and they go, "Why is everybody so quiet?" And then they're like, oh, I was jamming to the song. And then like, in my head, I was like, did it just calm the situation? That's oh, yeah, crazy. for sure. That's crazy how music does that to you. You know what I mean? It's like me. Every, every time I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is I shut off my alarm clock turn on my speaker, put on my music, and then I sit there and reflect for a couple of seconds and, all right, let's go, time's up. You know what I mean? And that first song that comes up is my motivational thing right there. And then for right. that hour that I'm taking, you know, to get dressed and whatever, not to go deliver, it's just like, okay, cool. It puts me in my mood. It puts you in that good yeah. place. And then you know? even in the, uh, the Beat of the Drum album, we have a song called After Party that is a fun song about losing loved ones. Yeah. And it's basically saying you don't have to cry at the After, at the after Party we will meet again for at sure. the after party. For sure, it's like us. We you just know, we just finished celebrating. That, that we wrote for all of our lost loved ones that we lost over the years. Um, just to the simple fact that we grieve differently. We don't, you know, it's not. People say it's, it's, it don't look painful to us. Yeah, it is painful because it's a loss, but at the for same sure. time, we're it's like we're honoring them. By living, yeah. And you know and, what? And in remembering. That's cool that you said that and brought that up because I've never spoken about it or said anything about this on any program or any show that I've had. But um, we all grieve different. That, that's cool that you said that because, yes, we just finished celebrating uh, Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. So we celebrate, you know, the life of people coming through, you know what I mean, uh, for that 24 hours. But uh, my mom had a really good friend uh, from Hawaii, 
And he was like, we don't celebrate death. We celebrate life. Like, there's no reason to cry because eventually they're still with us and we're going to be and meet with them at a certain point of time. So why cry? Yes, cry at your point. Cry uh, when you're alone. You know, you, of course, we all have that breakdown moment. But you know what? Celebrate the life. You know, be yeah. happy. Be happy for them. They, 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 they were here with us for that time being. And guess what? They still are and they will be one more time. And that's what we say, man. Um, it, it get, let it give you a sense of peace because they're no longer in pain in this world. For sure. They're no longer sad. They're happy and at peace in the spirit realm. Heck yeah. And they're holding it down for you on the other side of the way. Oh, most death. They already hold. They already holding it down. They're just waiting for your invitation, right? <laughs> for real, man. Yo, just don't check out too early. Yeah, you that's know, it. Just your For sure. And, um, and you have people here that love you, right? Yeah. And so, like, through the struggle, through the, through the pain, through the good times, through the hard times, just go through it, man. Yep. Stay strong. Don't let nothing knock you off. Um, because there's a reason why you're here. And when that purpose rolls around, you're going to be like, oh, that, that's it. Right, right. And, and that's cool that you said that, too, because I want to throw something in there, too. It might take a little bit longer for others. You know what I mean? So that's what you need to realize and understand. It might not happen right away, but when it happens, that's when it's going to be like, okay, I, now I know why I'm here. Now I know what the message is that I need to preach. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, you know, for those that, that feel like that God's not hearing them or they just feel like every time they step in one direction, the rug gets pulled out from under them, I feel... In my heart, in my opinion, I feel like that creator telling you that's not the path you're supposed to take. For sure. You're supposed to be taking this path, but you want to take every, you want to take control and go this way. Mm -hmm. And creator's like, no, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna hit something over here. You're gonna run off the cliff, or you're gonna hit a brick wall. I want you to go this way. But when you start taking your own path, you know sometimes you gotta get the rug pulled up so sure. they can keep you safe. You gotta pull and, that Bugs Bunny and take that left in Albuquerque, dog. For sure. Uh, you're going to keep kicking that same rock every time you come out the house. You're oh, learning. You're Yep, yep. That's for dang sure on that one, man. So this has been your boy, El Profe Streets, the professor, bringing you another podcast here with Hits Off the Streets. Check us out on all platforms. Go ahead and download your Podbean app. Check out all our great episodes, our great guests that we have. But this one is a very special one, a very motivational one. And I got two cats with me. I got Little Mike and Funny Bone, man, doing big things, a.k.a. Mike Bone is in the building. Go ahead and represent yourselves, kid. Yeah, yeah. it's your boy, Little Mike, Funny Bone. Yeah, hit us up, MikeBoneMedia.com.
That's what's up. So we reached that part of the segment called Pop, 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 yo. <laughs> yo, go ahead and speak on that, dog. And go ahead about speaking about reservation, dogs. Because like I said, man, I yeah. am a fan of that show, man. You guys get crazy in there. Is that how it oh, is or okay. what? Right. Yeah, that was an unexpected opportunity, man. We uh, COVID shut down all our tour dates. Okay. And we were stuck at home, broke. So we were so broke. We were, uh, if you go to our website and our store link, um, that's how broke we was. We was designing a whole bunch of merch, hoping that somebody would buy something. We got tons of t-shirts. We got leggings. We got curtains. Baby. In the world, in the hip hop industry, it has curtains. Somebody bought sneakers. I'm telling you. We came up with all kinds of stuff trying to sell it and, and make rent. But um, luckily, you know, uh, they had auditions for uh, Reservation Dogs, which was supposed to be a movie at the time. And we were like, oh, yeah, let's, let's go in. They're, they're paying to, to act, let's audition. And they had twin 11 year old kids. And we we're like, ah, we're not 11, we're not twins, but we'll audition. It's just an audition. Yeah. <laughs> Worst they can say is no. Right. So we were like, hey, we'll send in a little tape and see how it goes. And they loved it. For sure. Yeah, we, we even changed up the, the, the script. We took out the cussing words they had for us because we didn't really want to push cussing. Yeah. Everybody else was cussing. Yeah. yeah. And we changed it up and they had uh, written in there just to make it a little bit more funny. Be qualified the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> They loved it. They fell in love with us. And like, yeah, this is what we want. We're exactly what they're looking for. <laughs> We're like, yeah, twin. <laughs> so you guys are going now into your fourth season, right? It's season oh, three is the final season right now. Because it's a th- third season. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's so third season. Yeah, it's all episodes of stream. Yeah. I think, yeah, all episodes streaming worldwide right now. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, bro, that's so funny, man. That's a great show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cheese, you know, the dear lady. Everybody, you guys rocking Everybody it. Is. Yeah, man. Yo, that's crazy. The the what is it? The, what do you guys call the mafia? What is it? Oh, Indian mafia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting shot with paintball guns. Yo, dog. <laughs> how, how fun was it to be on that cast, man? How fun was it to be on that set, you know? Because all you, uh, the, the kids were young to begin with. And just yeah. dealing with, you know, the ups and downs and the culture, too, as well. You know, the sheriff being a big part of it, too, as well. You know, the sheriff is dope, man. He's funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don and all them. Everybody was cool, man. And it's dope being among some of those big stars like like Zon and uh, Gary, Gary Farm and all of them. So that was a great experience. We got to learn up from the, some of the best. And then being on set was pretty exciting. And it kind of got, what do you call it? it not, uh, Boring, but when we were just waiting around, yeah, we didn't have big parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we were waiting around for them to put us in, and then four hours, five hours later, they're like, "Oh yeah, we don't need you guys anymore." Oh know. hell no! <laughs> the hotel. <laughs> it's hard, like when you're sitting off in the back and yeah. they're like, "Everyone be quiet," and so you can't even talk to nobody. Oh hell no! I I I'd be flipping like, out too. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> All eager to say to at least say something, huh? Yeah. Oh man, we were so hard. Oh, I could imagine, dog. I could imagine. I guess I had to do learn sign language, huh? <laughs> That's awesome. So, is that one of your guys' like uh, major roles in uh, shows, movies, or do you guys come out in any other programs too as well? That was, I think that's one of our bigger roles in, in a film right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Oh. Because we've done com- commercials and we've done a, a independent film. Okay. But nothing as big as a Disney project. Yeah, yeah for sure. Web- so we've yeah. even done like a TV spot. So like the new channel or PBS. There you and go. We got an independent documentary that won, was three film awards. Tells our whole story. That's on YouTube as well. Actually, so, I shared that the other day to everybody too as well. So I've been sharing a lot of your guys' stuff too as well, man. I, always, right. re- I always rep you guys big time, man. And what? it was a great documentary on you guys too. Did you cry? Oh, I did. I, I shed a tear. You guys were like ghosts, bro. I was like, well, wait, wait, where y'all going? Hey, but congratulations to all your guys' success. And I see a lot of bigger, better things happening. Uh, it's funny how you said at one point you guys were starving. You guys didn't have anything. Everything came to a halt. You were on the downslide. And uh, I tell everybody, once you hit that uh point in your life guess the guess what the only way to go now is forward and upwards man you've already mm-hmm. reached rock bottom so guess what there's no more going down there's all going up now yeah. so congratulations to you guys because you guys are now doing big things man and uh, uh appreciate again your time and guys man it's an honor to have you guys on the show bro thank you guys man this you guys have made my friday a uh, great friday Thank you very much. Uh, once again, go ahead and rep yourselves. Tell everybody where they can find you, and we'll move on to our next segment, and we'll close out the show, man. Thank you, guys. I'm Lil Mike, Funny Bone, and together we are Mike Bone, and you can hear us on our website, MikeBoneMedia.com. Merch, music, and more. Go hit it up. Support that movement. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Uh, so we reached the part of the program uh, that I like to call a uh, famous last words of a fool. What's up, fool? This is the part of the program that I am going to hand over to you guys. And uh, you guys uh, give out some motivational facts, some motivational speeches. This is your part of the program where you guys are free to say anything. Motivate our listeners and give out your final f- shout outs before uh, we close the show, man. Cool. Uh, well, something we learn, man, is to use your obstacles to your advantage. Like us being short. And <laughs> I mean, we kind of just took that as a way to stand out from among the crowd, from stand out from the rest. And we don't look like your uh, typical rappers. And then we dress alike, kind of got that band image. So, uh, what else? And then just in life, man, we you you gotta use what you have, do what you can with all that. So use your obstacles to your advantage. Uh, 
Yeah, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to say something after that, right? Give out your final shout-outs, guys. What you guys would want a shout-out out there? Man, shout-out to our family members, our friends, everybody we work with, the producers, the, the graphic artists, our manager, and most of all, our, all of our fans. Uh, big and They come, you know what I mean? Everybody. And if you already got the content, be sure to share it. Share it with your friends and family. Dope, dope. So my co-host is not here. She's working. Um, she comes up with uh, some quotes. Her name is Baby D. Big shout out to Baby D. So Baby D, Baby D in the building. So I'm going to go ahead and read this quote. And uh, I would like to guys for you guys to reflect off of it. So the quote that she chose today goes to live by choice, not by chance to be motivated, not manipulated to be useful, not used to make changes, not excuses to excel, not compete. I choose self-esteem, not self-pity. I choose to listen to my inner voice and to the random opinions of others and not to the random opinion of others. What do you guys think, man? Baby D comes up with some stuff, man, where I'm just like, where did you get this, girl? Oh, I'm about to write some of those down. <laughs> 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 I mean, because that's something we do all the time is add quotes to our, to our message when we go speak or even songs like our song, Dream Big. You say, uh, dream big, work hard, and never give up. Yeah. Um, but like, it's just, or Skodan, like when you say that about excuses, yep. uh, our song is the Skodan Studios. I don't even need, need no excuses. Yeah. For sure. And it's just like, you know, basically let's, let's, let's handle this business. Make the days count. And not, you know, not come up with why I can't make this happen. Right. You just got to do it. Dreams don't work unless you do. That's it. You got to work at it. You know what I mean? Down. And that's great because, you know, we all have, we all need to set goals, basically, you know, set your weekly goal, set your daily goal, set a monthly goal and make sure you go out and reach those goals. Sometimes our goals are not meant and reached at a certain point, but make sure you have that goal in back of your mind and make sure that you reach out and do everything that is possible for you to reach at least some of those goals that you have in store. Yeah, live life with a purpose. That's something we try to push. Live life you know, with a purpose. Yeah, don't leave this world without a, a legacy. You know, think about what you want your legacy to be. What do you want to be remembered for? For sure. And, yeah, and with hip-hop artists or rap artists, um, if you have a goal for a song or an album, as long as you made it timeless, no dates on it, uh, 
that goal that you have for that album can be consistent over the years. It don't have to be like when I saw Landon blew up, it was 15 years old. <laughs> hey, but and it. So, we just kept performing and kept performing and kept performing and kept performing. And then all of a sudden it just like finally picked up this thing. And we knew in our head we were like, this joint is jamming. Oh, yeah. And we just like, this has got to be one of the ones that out of nowhere people are going to be like, oh, I hear what you hear. <laughs> And that's where it goes back to uh, that saying, man. Timing's right, bro. When the timing is right, that's when it's all going to pop, man. Yeah, for real. Like the pop-pop song. Yeah. <laughs> that song for fun. We was like, let's do a song. This beat sounds like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Let's like, write like Bone Thugs and Harmony. And then we was like, making a chop and like, oh, pop, pop, pop. And then out of nowhere, uh, we get on a show and they're like, do a rap real quick. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, he wants a quick rap. And so we, we did that song. <laughs> <laughs> quick, because it's quick. And we were like, we're making it like, <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know he meant like, just throw a rhyme in there. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't know. The great part about it is that it became part of the show. You know, that, and like, and, and like, and, and like, you... like oh, coming out with this song. I was like, Oh, we came out with that song years ago. <laughs> Everybody probably thought that you guys wrote it out for that show, you know, purposely, and it wasn't even that. You know what I mean? It just came up, and that's what you guys threw out, and the director or the writer said, we're using that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for real, man. We, <laughs> that, that's, that's a plus that they picked up our music. For sure, so, dog. Our, our music is on the soundtrack. Oh, so for that's sure. Even better. That's sick, man. And congratulations again to everything that you guys are accomplishing, everything that you guys are doing. Keep on motivating our young, uh, talented, and our women, our men, our young kids, our youth. You guys are an inspiration to myself. You guys are an inspiration to the people. And everywhere that you guys are going, you guys are making a huge impact. And I applaud you, and I thank you guys for being those kind of people because we need a lot more people like you guys in this world. Oh, appreciate so, that. Also, um, I had mentioned to you guys a little bit earlier on a message, uh, all the people that come to my show, bro, I give them a little bit of something. So I'm going to need an Addy. I'm going to send you guys uh, a beanie with El Profe Streets brought to you by Tyler Harding. And Tyler Harding will also be sending you a gift bag for you guys too as well with his brand on it too as well. So I'll be sending those out to you guys and with a little bit of other couple stuff in that grab bag too. Every guest that comes by onto the show from Hits Out the Streets, I take care of. So uh, again, thank you guys for your time. Thank you guys for being a part of the show. It has been a blessing to have you guys on this show. And this has been your boy, El Profe, Streets the Professor, Filling up hearts, filling up minds, filling up the body, filling up the soul. This is your boy Hits Off the Streets. Check us out on all podcast on all platforms. Check us out on the Podbean podcast. And one more time, guys, man, go ahead and rep yourselves. Lou Mike Bunny Bone, together known as Mike Bone. You hit us up, MikeBoneMedia.com. Yeah. And that is a wrap, guys. So say peace. Thank you. Much love.